How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law, Thomas McCoy, and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Joe Nice. You know, every week there's a slightly different intonation to it. You know, it's it's really each, each week is unique, Mark. Every Wonderful. day is unique. Every minute is unique. Isn't it true, Dr. Joe? I mean, we could record it and let it play at the right time, right after your daughter hits that go, 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 go mark. Right. But I think, you know, some days it goes up and down or over to side to side, some breathing, some little breathing, maybe some, maybe, uh, maybe less wind. I don't, yeah, let's do it a little different every time. Why not? It's I'm great. Down. It is, right? And that's why they call the present, right? It's a gift. It is a it's gift. It's present, right? Let's introduce our guest for tonight. Tom, who's our guest for tonight? Well, Dr. Joe, our guest speaks and writes about emotional healing and spiritual growth. She loves having conversations that can inspire the realization of our inherent wholeness. On her podcast, A Quest for Wellbeing, she has interviewed over 800 healing agents in the field of well-being, as well as science and spirituality. Her platform shares and promotes healing wisdom grounded in direct experience, as well as informed by empowering practices, tools, and messages. Her community, Fit for Joy, is for open-hearted individuals who envision the embodiment of our interconnectedness as humanity. Her published books are Fit for Joy, Love Awareness, and Inner Peace. Welcome, Valeria T. Koopman. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me here today. I, as I said before, off record, I'm here for the fun. Uh, that's what I love about this experience called life, to have fun, to be light, to just enjoy the moment and be present. So, and I love the way you say that, Joe, um, we are doing our best. We do mm-hmm. the best we can with what we have, the body and, and the conditioned mind that we run every day, every moment. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you. It's a pleasure having you here. So tell me, maybe you can just tell the audience first right off a little bit about your show and your books. That's Which one would you prefer to start with, the show or the books? Uh, I, I love everything I do because it's, uh, it goes deeper into the human experience and what this is. And we explore that in so many ways. That's the podcast, The Quest for Wellbeing. But I do the same thing in my writings, writing the books I have written. It's all about that. And I don't know exactly why, but it's, um, it seems like it's the only thing I can do with this body-mind I have, I operate from. Hmm. It, it's, it's, some say it's a calling. It's just a, a label, an idea, a concept. But it's, uh, it feels really good. It feels natural, I would say. It's organic to do what I'm doing. So it feels good to me. And it seems like it's helping others. I'm connecting with so many amazing people. And it seems like it's resonating and creating some sort of um, uh, change, per se. I- I'm not sure. I do what I do because 
I have no choice but but to do it. So I don't. I I know the numbers. The podcast's been uh, growing and all that. But um, in the end, it's all about just doing what I feel it's right. It just resonates with the heart, and that's what it is. It's uh, it's love. Yeah. How did this start? Yeah, good question. <laughs> that the podcast, the writings came. The first book was the Fit for Joy book, and that came from. The experiences I went through uh, with childhood abuse and lots of suffering and pain. And that yeah. was my way to, in a way, to release all that pain. Or maybe to understand, to see clearly what um, had happened. It's almost a way of uh, processing, reprocessing events. And then that was fit for joy. And then it grew into a second book, a law of awareness that was um, introduced to the teachings of Advaita Vedanta, non-duality. And that sure. kind of um, inspired me to create just insights came and then new ideas just kind of flew through me and uh, that, that book came to be. And then the podcast, Inner Peace, the same thing. It's kind of influenced by... Uh, insights, inner insights and experiences too, with my family members and life itself. And uh, a quest for well-being. The podcast was kind of interesting. I was having a lot of difficulties in my relationship with my husband, my current husband. And I remember um, kind of asking for help and looking for help. And, and I came across somebody who was, I think she was a psychotherapist, but she had left that career to become a healer in Arizona, to become a, a shaman. Mm. And then she taught me some techniques of self-inquiry. And I started doing that. And then all of a sudden, I noticed um, ideas coming up and questions would just arise. Uh, what, would, what have you always enjoyed doing in life? Since you were a child, what did you really enjoy doing? And that was... Um, talking, kind of relating to other human beings in a, in a deeper way. I could not have small talks and engage in small conversations. So it seemed like the, the, there's something about in the mind that some call uh, tendencies, mental tendencies, to look deeper into things. And that, that's when the podcast idea came to be. And I'm like, why not? I want to talk to people about deep things. <laughs> And that's how it came to be. What's the name of the podcast again? A Quest for Well-Being. A Quest for Well-Being. I think everybody's yeah. on a quest for well-being. Mm -hmm. Isn't yeah. that true? Uh, yeah, it seems to be. But it's coming from conditionings. Because the deeper I look into all this, it's, it comes to me as a message that everything's already well, that this is already fulfillment to be here in a human body. It's the most amazing thing, adventure, experience, whatever we call it. It's magic itself happening right now. So there's not really where to go destinations, but um, well-being, from my perspective now, it means just being in the moment and having fun, <laughs> having fun. So how do you help somebody find that journey, find that um, path, as opposed to pushing it away or I not worthy, I'm here mm -hmm. to struggle? Yeah, that's, well, it's a process, like everything in life, it's a, uh, 
it's it's we have to be ready that's another uh, component of change because i have seen that with myself i was not ready to 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 listen to so much wisdom that i was exposed to at the time when i was suffering and going through so much struggle i was not ready to i was not open to life so mm-hmm. i couldn't really i couldn't really listen to any of that so the first step is to be open to be, become curious about why ask questions why do i why do i feel this way any mm-hmm. negative emotion or negative feelings negative thoughts we we've got to question them in a kind way i i do believe mm-hmm. in kindness and so it's all about kind of ah, dancing that dance of understanding oneself what's the, what what's happening here what what is why am i why am i here going through these experiences or having these thoughts negative thoughts kind of being being open enough to to ask questions that's the first step from from that on uh i think it, it's just will come to you it's uh all healing is self healing yeah who we are and why we do what we do that's right yeah this is uh, it, fascinating it, it it is completely simpatico with the yeah. i am approach it 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 totally is it it dovetails it it merges um because the i am is a way to help you get ready yeah. that exploration mm. because it's it's forgiving yeah. it's saying you're doing the best you can let's look again at why you do what you do i'll, I'll talk about this on on your show because this is this is yeah. your i guess i want to hear about you know you but just so you get the idea the idea is if you look again and reverse those words again look yeah. again to repeat something look like a spectator yeah. Let's respect who we are and why we do what we do. And it's that respect for yourself that allows you to do this, this exploration and this search without worrying what you're going to find. Yeah. Whatever you find, it's going to yeah. be remarkable. So I, 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 I totally, totally agree with, with your approach and methodology. And I think our audience members will absolutely love to hear a much deeper dive into this as we, uh, yeah. as we keep exploring. Yeah. Yeah. That's you nice. mentioned one thing, non-duality. Yeah. What does that mean? Not two, just one. There's one thing happening here, just life itself doing what it does. So in different uh, ways and forms, but there's just one, uh, let's say what they call it consciousness. We have, we, you probably heard that word yeah. a lot. So consciousness, God, divine force, it's the source is one. There's just one uh, underlying reality that we call absolute reality. That, that's the label. But it can be felt. It's not something that is just an idea that we, that we should implement and kind of believe in and have faith. <laughs> I never really liked the idea of having faith uh just for the sake of it and without the understanding and without the experience so what i love about the um the philosophy of non-duality or advaita vedanta is that deep it really dives deep into the um the experience of knowing that you are not your body or your thoughts so your mental state the mental activities and and that can be felt when we meditate that's very clear to me 
But I, it's not just meditation. That's one method. It's also connecting with others, uh, doing what I'm doing now, uh, like here, just you know, connecting with you. It's, uh, it can be felt like there's just, um, I'm talking to myself, really. I'm not, it's, there's no, I mean, there's you as uh, almost like um, uh, a character in a movie, but, you know, just different characters. But it's the same same play, it's the same dance, it's the same essence. There's nothing, if we really go deep into it, everyone can see that. We all, we are the same. We are not, we are not, we are not separate. We're not different. It's just the eye, the body. The body creates this amazing illusion of, of differences, of diversity, of colors. But that's all biology. That's just the, how the body works. That's what it does. That's its reality. So it has its own reality, which it can be experienced through senses. And, but how real is that if, if it can end? Even if we have um, a brain issue, a car accident, and then we have issues with the brain, and we'll know pretty fast if we have, some of us have experienced that, then that everything that we knew or experienced, it's gone. Now life looks completely different, or, or even, um, uh, wow, but that's, I should not go that way, wow. <laughs> trying to explain that. Uh, because it's very interesting the way we believe the body, right? What we see and the things that that we can touch. It's so fascinating how we take that. We don't question any of it. <laughs> and we really go throughout life experiencing this, which we call life, as if it was true. This is this is real. This is it. This is, uh, this is what life is. This is what my life is. And that's why we suffer so much, too. So you think sort of like that to damage the brain is to shake up the projector. Right. Yes. Thank you for saying that, Tom. Yeah. Right. To, to, to complete that, what I was trying to say. Um, yeah. Right. Right. So we are so fragile. I mean, the body, it's so fragile. It can, the perception of life could just end or change so fast. Even our mental state, um, it fluctuates, it changes so much. So how real is that? That is sort of a freaky thing to think about, isn't it, Dr. Joe? It's like, yeah. how much of us is our brain? Right. You think of right. the, what is it, Phineas Gage. Right. He was a railroad <laughs> worker who got a, a metal rod shoved through his head and he became an entirely different person for the rest right. of his life. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, actually Phineas Gage was, was that story started our true understanding of brain in terms of um, how parts of the brain have different functions. But what's interesting is, is this idea that we are one and connected. You know? And, you know, one of the things I like to say is, you know, we're one species. It's called humanity. And in this day and age, we have so much division and so yeah. much anger and so much polarization. Yeah. And yet every brain is capable of that. But we're capable of other things as well. So how how does how do we use this methodology, this belief, this idea to to help our species? 
Yeah. I mean, let me just throw a huge question at you, you know? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? How do we do uh, that? Yeah, that's a, it's not a doing. I think that's another misconception that we can do away to, um, to the realization that we are one, that everything's connected, that there is an absolute reality where it's untouched, that just observes everything. One of the, the simplest ways to understand non-duality or this idea that we are one or the one that it's not really the experience of the body-mind is to just stay quiet. <laughs> when you sit quiet for a moment, med- meditation is, is a very good example, but you, you can do it now too. You see that the quieter you get, the more you're able to see that you could not really observe things that move if you're not stable, if you're not really looking from a place of, I mean, it's a big picture, if you can imagine, of that that is so quiet and still that can see everything that moves, all our thoughts, our emotions, and the way they change so fast, and the, the physical body, how it changes throughout life, and uh, I mean, it's nature, everything changes, keeps changing and, and moving and dancing, like I like to say. But it's really easy to see that when that we are not what moves, what is emotion. We are the, the observer. We are the one that's just quietly watching everything not not really as a person as an entity but it's it's the underlying reality the the only reality that there is everything else is a dream like the dream it's very similar to the dream we dream at night like it's very think about it when we have the dream at night and then we wake up and then we know it was a dream ah thank god <laughs> nothing was real really it's, it felt real didn't it you know the sensations we had all the the sensory uh, experience but and then we wake up and we know it was not real so in a way uh, being able to to realize not really a, an intellectual idea it's fun to talk about it though i love talking about this at an intellectual level but it's not really it's not really that it cannot be understood by the mind anyway we cannot rationalize it our way to it or do anything to get it but it's just being quiet enough to see that what what is there that's that's you that's the one that doesn't move the one that's quiet that's peaceful in spite of everything that's happening all the chaos all the chains and that's when you know that's when the the the, ins- the insights come and then you you become it become becomes almost like um as a practice in a way the more we do it the more we come to um express it or try to express it with words it's not easy to express that with words because it's uh, the body and the mind is just can't can't do the job. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, it's not you can't really do anything to get there. It's um, it has to do with being open. It has to do with sincerity, honesty of I, I say it, of heart. Just you want to know the truth. You want to know why uh, why why do we suffer so much? Why do we go through this and that? And then we remove the why, and then. We just kind of question, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who are you? And 
and the answers will come. And they, and that's amazing how it deepens and deepens. And at some point, ah, you just merge back with life. And it, like I, I say, I, I don't have a life. I am life. You are life. You are everything that that this body mind is in touch with is just life itself. Ah kind of dancing the dancing the dance of of the dream what a and what a dream wow we are all one <laughs> but wow. how do you help folks mm. like open their mind to it right they have to want to like yes. anything right yeah 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 yeah, you have to want to. That's a that's an interesting idea too. You have to want to, but who wants? If you're alive itself, so it's really um, an interesting concept of one. This idea of the one of there's somebody here doing something. I it really doesn't resonate anymore. It used to, of course, the idea of a person doing something. Now it's um life doing what it does, and it's uh. Uh, it's not even falling into that space of acceptance of it all the way it is, but it's um, hmm. it's a sense of uh, of peace of uh, huh. wow. It's it's you can't describe really what it is. It's beyond it's beyond words really when you come to to really know it's not an experience it's a it's i call it it's a spiritual knowledge really uh it's a form of knowledge enlightenment uh enlightenment that sounds like a destination yeah i don't believe in destinations okay it's um no it's an awareness that you're on Mm. this path this journey this purpose or lack Mm. of purpose yeah, not even. It's it's free. It's completely free. It can be anything. It can look for it can have a purpose or believe that it has a purpose. It can look for enlightenment. Um it can do anything. The 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 essence, the the underlying reality of who we are, it it's free. It can be anything. We it's uh it's really interesting how we use that we use labels a lot and we go with it and and it's so limiting to use concepts and labels without the experience without going deeper for ourselves and really and really having the sincere desire to to understand and to see the big picture of what life is what what, what we call life this human experience so we are so limited by by words by I the human brain, if we, if we go in that direction, in a sense, I know I'm using the brain now to communicate and to be here, but the things that I say, <laughs> the, the way I, I can hear myself, it's really beyond that. It's, it's, it's freedom. It's all about freedom. That's, there's a, an essence, an underlying reality here now that it's perfect, that there's no... That's it's not moving, it's not changing, that it just watches everything. That in a way it's almost this it's this stage where everything happens. But it's um it's only when we can really sincerely ask those questions, those deep questions of who am I or who are you <laughs> looking at the mirror, that we can get those answers for ourselves. And then 
in my case, try to communicate the message in the way I do, which it's, ah, it sounds, it really sounds just by listening to myself, it sounds out there. It's almost like an out there idea that we are, we are not the body, that we are not the mind, that we are not what we see, hear, touch. We are, we just, we, the true self, the true uh, essence of us, it's, it just watches everything. It's the observer. It's not the one who is experiencing things. <laughs> this. And, so and it, it is it, at the same time. That's the paradox. It, 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 it's interesting because before we, we started the show tonight, um, you were having difficulty hearing with the headphones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This seems like a metaphor. Huh. Right? I mean, can we hear ourselves? Mm. Can we hear who we are? Why we do what we do? And, and you know, this is part yeah. of what the I am is trying to do is to break down this chaos of life and yet build it up. What is spirituality then? I mean, how does that connect us to everything else? Yeah, the reason I'm asking is because I've, I've, I've had a chance, and folks, you should really, really listen uh, to Valeria's podcast because it's, it's wonderful. But in the podcast, you are listening to your guests. This is what I get to do while I'm here with you on the Dr. Yeah. Joe Show. I get to listen to you. What's that experience like for you? How do you integrate these things into your life? There are so many incredible people who come on your show. Mm, yeah, uh, the integration of it all, <laughs> of the experiences, of the connections. Um, wow, it's a. I think it's a sense of. Um, there's a sense of a, uh, a flow. That's what it is. It's not. Hmm, it's almost as if I have not really stopped at any at any point. It's a continuation. It's a. And it, it feels very peaceful. <laughs> it's very peaceful because it's sometimes the body gets nervous. Like now I feel a little nervous for some reason. And the mm. body does. And it's very interesting to observe these things. Like, ah, how interesting, how changed, how, how this responds to different experiences. But the underlying reality that I can sense not experience but sense very subtle is of peace of mm. continuation of flow <laughs> it's uh yeah it's um it brings this smile to my face it's like a it's a very uh not not to say that this is something that once you realize that you're not the body and the mind and that you're free then it's not that sadness ends and you're not going to have moments of becoming upset and all that. It, it continues to go. Life continues to be what it is. But there's something that, um, that changes, and that is that the sense of inner peace, the sense of calm within. It's almost that, that knowing it's holding this experience. I'm not sure is that, if I, I could communicate that, but... Yeah, that's what it feels like from this perspective um, of being a human body. Now. So when you so when you encounter something that you can't otherwise control, mm -hmm. you have peace with that as yeah. opposed to the struggle with that. Yes, that's it, Mark. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
Right. That's really interesting. Yeah. So where do you see your role with other people and getting this message out? I mean, you, you have the podcast. I know that you're doing that because you really enjoy connecting with people, but do you feel a sense of obligation to help people become aware of this awareness, this journey, as opposed to the struggle that they believe they're here to fight through and get through and come to the destination of whatever that may be? Hmm. Um, no sense of obligation. No, it's uh, it goes back to freedom. No, it's uh, it's free. Like I said, I think I said off record. It's like it's almost like having coming from a place of choicelessness. It's just uh, it's just life doing what it it's, it does in in this reality, the empirical reality that the which uh, I kind of try not to talk too much about or call it the dream reality or the dream within a dream, but. It is, um, no, there's no sense of obligation. It's just that flow again. It's, uh, it became that way at some point. I have no idea when, but it's just, uh, it just, it just kind of, uh, yeah. Valeria, have you seen the movie Soul? <laughs> yes, I have seen that movie. Yeah. It, it, it's what, it's movie. what, it's what <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of where, uh, the, was it, yeah. is it Jamie Foxx? The, yeah, I think the he's the main. But, yeah. He dies, and basically the the movie is he needs to get back into his body, right? Because right. He, he tells the you know the the higher ups in the afterlife, it's like I haven't fulfilled my life's purpose, and they're like, right. what, what the hell are you talking about? Life's yeah. life's purpose? Yeah, like, yeah. Just enjoy it, right? It. Yeah. Be, be here now and enjoy this because this is what this is as real as we as it can get in this experience of body mind. This is. In in that sense, this is very much this is this is it. This is it. So That's, what do, what do you say to the people who simply don't understand or or yeah. choose to reject even more so reject what you're saying? No, no, no. Yeah. That is hokey. <laughs> you know, life. We're here to be educated, told what to do, get a job, <laughs> do your job, retire, and die. Mm, yeah. Uh, what I don't, well, I see that in my own family, my husband. I, I don't get to talk a, a lot about this around him because he has his own belief systems. He's a Christian, so he believes in the afterlife in a sense of a uh, of heaven and so many other belief systems that's that's okay it's uh when you come from this place of of freedom then it's it's uh it's it's open enough to to hold everything it's not really trying to control force anything it's just free it's 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 freedom it's it's freedom but then why do people resist that so much? Why, why, why is there a barrier to this? Uh, yeah, isn't that a great question? Um, why? Why? Uh, I don't know. From my own experience, before uh, realizing these things, um, 
it's um it's ignorance isn't it it's not knowing it's not yeah in my case it was I I didn't want to know even it was scary mm. to know that I was already free while I was suffering and having all these horrible experiences <laughs> so mm. if somebody came to me and said you're free already you could be happy you could be joyful right now you, you have that option not even as a choice but you could be aware enough or open enough to, to see that option, the other side of pain, the other side of suffering, of sadness. But I was not open at that time. It took me a long time. So I guess that that's what it is. It's, um, it's being comfortable where we are. And um, So we were talking a little bit about the barriers to this and why people don't just say, yes, great. I am connected. I am feeling joy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fit for joy. <laughs> how how did you come up with that title? Fit for joy. Mm, yeah, that came to me when I uh, well, I was going through the the experiences of suffering, of pain, and trying to find the answers for um, for what life was my purpose was and how how could I get to that destination of being happy and and joyful all the time <laughs> that was the the idea and then I became depressed I was trying really hard to to be to become something or to be something that would uh, that would grant me or give me this uh, the permission almost to be free to be to be happy and to be accepting, to be loving. And then um, by trying too hard, I ended up uh, very anxious and depressed. And then I had suicidal thinking at that point. And that's when, and that's when uh, it seems like something shifted, which it's not, it, now that I think about it, it's not really a shift. It's something that's, it's always here. It's always present. We, we fail to see it because programming, because conditioning, because this small space that we have been uh, accustomed to be. So something shifted or something happened within that uh, turmoil, the, that deep suffering that was going through. And then that realization just arised. You're already fit for joy. It came that way, too, because I was in the fitness industry, trying to be as fit as I could get and healthy as I could be, so I could be happy, finally, and that never happened. And then that was the, uh, the, the catalyst for that, and then that, that idea just kind of came with a name, Fit for Joy, and the, the, the message behind it was that I, I was already meant to be happy to be joyful not happy i'll say joyful which has a sense of uh, joy to me it's kind of different from happiness it's more detached from external things it's more has to do with that knowledge that underlying reality that deep knowing that that you are beyond the body and and the mind and that you're free so how can you not how can you not be joyful it's almost impossible not to that's what I mean, it's impossible not to, not to become blissful almost immediately because it's such a, 
it's very freeing and it brings that illuminates the 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 conditions of the body and mind and then that's the expression of it i think that's the best i can explain that I, I, I'm really intrigued by the pauses that happen with my co-host and myself, because what that indicates is that we're really trying to absorb this and process it. And, and that in and of itself, I think, is, is very meaningful. Mm. You know, there, there's a lot of messaging in silence as well, mm. as we're trying to absorb this and understand yeah. it. Yes, yes. You know? Yes, which is, absolutely. Which, yeah. Which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, to our listeners, you know, <laughs> it would be really interesting for, for you to explore this with yourselves. But, but, but listen to Valerie's podcast as well. Get the book. Because what the I am is saying is that we are all connected. You know, and, you know, we, we talked a little bit about faith. Yeah. For me, faith is the enactment of trust. Faith is, is the action that you take when you trust enough. That's mm. what faith is. It's belief. It's knowing mm. that really that you're safe because you can't, you can't have trust and faith right. if you're still feeling anxious that you're in danger. The brain just doesn't work that way. That's what trust is, is knowing mm that you're safe and that you can explore all these other avenues. So you had this epiphany in the midst of a depression, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then from that on, it was um, that journey of kind of restructuring my life, doing things completely different. And then I traveled to write the book, and then I changed my lifestyle, and then that's where my um, writing career started too. And then I stopped writing about these things and I wanted to share them. And then the podcast. And then now I have also um, a team. I work with a team. We do a lot of uh, um, videos. We produce a lot of different um, ways, different, um, let's say, promo items to, to share these messages, this deep wisdom. So it became... The, a business of healing, of spirituality, of, of deep knowledge about, about life in ourselves. And there's a market for it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You would say, we would say that, that, that there's, a mar- there's a market. I mean, what, what is market? It's, uh, it goes back to that, that connection, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like the resonance, the energetic resonance. So we just expose ourselves when we trust enough. I love the idea of trust, though. We're trusting that that then the spiritual knowledge, the inner knowledge, that deep knowledge that you are the essence. That you, that you, I mean, you have to have the experience first, of course. So it's it's very, in a way, scientific. It's a it's a scientific self kind of realization. So now you you feel so comfortable and free that you can do anything. And uh, it seems to me like doing what I do, what you do is helping a lot of people. It's something that's uh, a wonderful thing to do. But um, in the end, it's just, so maybe there's no end. Um, It's Mm. just life. It's just life uh, supporting itself and 
and doing what it does, which comes to me as a message too, that it's uh, benevolent. It's always trying to, to get us to this level of understanding so we can connect in a, in a more har harmonious way, balanced way. That's what it seems to me. Yeah. And again, I'm looking forward to coming on your show to talk yeah. about it. But with the I am, it, it's respect leads to value, which is what everybody wants. Yeah. You know? And at any and every moment in time, you can remind someone of their value. And whenever you do that, you increase your own value. Mm. And that leads to trust. Yeah. And that's the connection that we have. Mm. So yeah. the I am, yeah. because the four domains interconnect, it has two truths. The first is small changes can have big effects. We're influenced by and responding to four domains, as Mark was saying, the home, the social, the biological, and the I see, how I see myself, how I think other people see me. Because the domains interconnect, a small change can have a big effect. So Valerie, what small change can you recommend to our listeners so that they can feel more joy? Mm, yeah, I would say gratitude. Um, mm. And if you could come from that place of fulfillment that you know that you are already the fulfillment of life, to be here in a human body, which seems like that's the experience we are having, um, it's already fulfillment. It's an amazing dream. So why not be grateful for? It's just uh, adds more joy to it. So gratitude, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's really wonderful. And we just have to be cautious that that we don't cling on to this mm. body so much. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's it the idea of losing it right. can make one sad, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. the second truth of the I am. Everybody's got one. Everybody's interested in what you think or feel about them, which means you control no one. You influence everyone. Mm -hmm. You get to choose the kind of influence you want to be. Valeria to human. <laughs> what kind of influence <clears throat> do you want to be? Uh, that's very simple and easy. <laughs> Kindness. That's my, yeah, that would be the influence. If there is one um, yeah, kind of influence to be, it would be kindness, to be kind to oneself and to others. And how, what will that achieve? Ah, uh, that's actually a practice that comes from that deeper knowing that you're already free. Then now you can't really, it's not really a choice. You can't help it, but be kind to yourself. It's, it's, it just happens. And kindness, uh, if we try to define what that is, it's uh, accepting yourself your journey in the human body with the the mind that you operate from uh exactly the way it happens exactly the way it expresses itself in, in every moment so there is a component of embracing uh this the reality of the body and mind in moment to moment so that's what i call kindness that's my kind of kindness <laughs> And for that, I think we can have enormous gratitude. Yeah. You know, to yeah. go together. This has been an incredibly enlightening uh, show. And I want to express my gratitude Thank to you. you. Thank you. For, for being so kind, truly, to share this with us. Um, you know, we, we, we've had a lot of different guests talk about a lot of different things. And 
I think everyone can relate to this. You know, being able to show gratitude and be kind. Yeah. What a world that would be. Let's right. do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah, let's right. do it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, uh, all of you. Thank you, Tom, Mark. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Larry? Yeah. Thanks a lot. We'll see you all next week on the Dr. Joe Show. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.